0: And welcome to another episode of Mornings with Marla. I think this is episode 30, which is insane to me. I think I've almost been doing this a year. I need to check. I was going to check before I started recording this, and I didn't. I should have. It's coming up on a year, which is epic. And I know I haven't been fully consistent every single week, but I feel like I've been very consistent for um, my typical being consistent self. So that's super exciting. Um, I skipped last week. I don't know what was happening last weekend. I don't know. Something, something was going on (laughs) per usual. I feel like everything's kind of just like opening up. God damn, I knew that was going to happen. My ring light is like, not that you see anything right now, but my ring light keeps going out and I just like How it has like gives me a little extra. I don't feel like I'm in the dark, but anyway, that doesn't really matter. Um, but I feel like everything's been like opening up and everyone's eager to like get out and do things and play and be out dining and drinking and playing with friends and meeting new friends. And it's just really exciting. Um, and I think since my last podcast, I, started my new job, which I love. It's still stressful, which I mean, what job really isn't stressful, to be honest, Um, especially if you care about it and you like put full effort forth. Like, so I've been reminding myself again and again (laughs) that when I have a to-do list in front of me, if it's like eight things long, like let's say, you know, I get to the office and on Wednesday and I just feel like I have so much to do. Um, Just a reminder to self, like, I don't have to get all of that done right now, today, like there is tomorrow and there's Friday and how to prioritize and like get the things done that are most important. And then maybe not over, not being full overwhelmed to do everything. Um, my first week was awesome. The girl I work with, uh, her name's Tay. She like is a soul friend and it's just, amazing to be able to be in this new work environment and feel so welcomed and loved by everyone but also to meet like this epic fucking woman who we kind of work she's like the executive (laughs) um agency coordinator and I'm the agency coordinator I'm obviously newer but um she's just amazing and we vibe so well and we work so well together and we've been hanging out a lot too um I've known her for two weeks and I feel like I've known her for like (laughs) my whole life, which is so amazing. And it's just like, it's exciting to be at work with like a friend. Um, And we, and we work like we're working. We're not just like fucking off. You know what I mean? But we, we just like, like, the communication aspect is there and it just flows super well. And like, I'm like, okay, I'll go do that. And it's just, there's not been any, and I'm sure maybe like some sort of tiff will come up and I feel like we're both mature enough to be able to communicate about that. And like, it just seems so fluid and it just like makes me happy. My heart happy. Um, it's just so good to have <laughs> this new work environment that feels awesome and there's like (laughs) snacks and drinks and um, just all the things just there because they want to keep their employees happy. And that's like definitely the kind of place I want to work at where, you know, they feel like you are not just like an employee, but you help make the business successful. And they see every person as a part of the whole as like equal importance to Everyone. And we had like a meeting and one of the CEOs was talking about how it's like not a pyramid. It's more of like a horizontal um, where everyone's piece is super important. And they just want to make sure, you know, like if there is frustration or anything like that is like communication is so important. So it doesn't turn into passive aggression or just like if you're unhappy, speak about it. Or if you want more knowledge in something speak about it or it's just it just is a really cool co-creation space Um, it's an advertising agency so there's like film crews and media and you know marketing and (laughs) it's just a really fucking awesome place and I'm only there I'm like there part-time and then personal assistanting part-time for the guy I've been working for for a while Um, but I'm just excited about it and excited about the opportunity and excited about The growth potential, Um, and I always said like this is the last place I would ever picture myself fucking working. Um, I always like want to work for myself and be an entrepreneur, and and all of those good tidbits and pieces. But this doesn't feel like I'm just some employee to someone, which I really like, and like if you would have talked to me like five years ago and said, Hey, are you going to be climbing the corporate ladder? Um, I probably would have laughed in your face, but here I am. So it's like, you never know what direction life is going to take you. And for me and like what I want the full overarching podcast to be about. And, and there's fine lines to everything. There's so many fine lines and gray areas. So as I'm speaking about like this topic, not everything has to be taken as 100% truth or 100% black and white, but this is just like a piece that I've been contemplating and feeling. And like, I just, I have like six more months of my twenties before I turn 30. And like the things I've learned in my 29th year of life has just been really solid and grounding and I've had more love for myself and more compassion for myself and more joy and play within what I'm doing than I ever have had before. And I'm really excited. I know I've said this probably a million times, but I'm really excited for my thirties because I'm just so excited to step into who I am even more. And like, get there on an even deeper level and love myself even more and not care about the bullshit even more and not try and be such a people pleaser. Because the reason I'm fucking phenomenal (laughs) at my job, if I do say so myself, is because I really like to be of service to people and I really like them to be happy with whatever I'm doing. And so I show up with most of the time, 150% effort, you know, some days it's not, Um, but I show up like consistently because I want to be there to make sure everyone else is having a great time and everyone else is happy and everyone else is feeling fulfilled. And people will say, oh, but that's so depleting. But for me, it's so filling. Like when someone can say, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Or like, thank you so much. Like I wouldn't have been able to do this without you. I feel so fucking validated and so good. And it fills my cup up. And I think it's like the healer within me. I just, I want to be able to heal the world um, with love and compassion and and passion. Um, and it's funny because, God, Matt has been my fiance. (laughs) Now I hate saying that word. I don't know why. I just, I have so much resistance around the word. Um, it's just a weird word to step into from like partner or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever to fiance. Like everyone feels so fucking fancy when they say fiance, like "Ah, my fiance. And I'm just like, I don't want to step into that. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited about it. And I'm like blown away literally every single day. How, much more in love we grow and how much he loves me and uh, like to be ha- able to have found a person that truly fucking loves me for every single piece has just opened so much in my, in my world. It's just opened so much more love and compassion for myself um, and to be able to see through his lens how I am for him is just really amazing but um it's just ridiculous you guys it's fucking ridiculous so last night um we were just talking and he he was just like he calls me um a what is it something resource a resource that needs to be protected he said that if there are if there were more marlas on this planet and they were sent to like all these evil um, rulers, you know? And he's like, maybe not as they're evil, but if they would have had you in their life as they were growing up, just to feel how much love you give as a person, like unconditionally, you would be able to change the world. And he's like, you are such a valuable resource to this planet. And if you could be cloned and brought into other people's lives, like the world would change. (laughs) And I was just like, how can you see me in this beautiful of light? Like what, like that is the nicest fucking thing anyone has ever said to me, ever. And this is like the third time he's called me the most like a valuable resource on this planet. And um, I just feel so fucking good. And so if I can show up in the world and just be my authentic self and have people feel that way, <laughs> that I'm a valuable resource in their life and that I help them, or show up for them, or that they can trust me, or that they can talk to me and open up to me. Um, it just feels awesome. And and in the career I'm in right now, and obviously like my business, I talked about it taking a crumble, um, which, like, you know, eight years ago or something, or six years ago, for example, my yoga studio that would have wrecked me. <laughs> I would have been so bitter and so upset and so mad. And so, like, hard on myself. And now I'm realizing that everything is happening in a specific way (laughs) to just plop into place for you. And so everything that comes in that doesn't feel good, um, I'm learning to, like, let go more or just, like, more... um, like, fluidly or more compassionately or just more easefully. Um, so when something is super detrimental and, like, kind of go into shit and doesn't feel really good and doesn't work out how you wanted it to or had expectations for it to or thought it would look like, and it maybe it's just the stepping stone into something else and something better. And I'm not – and this is where all the fine lines come in. It's because, you know, if you – love something and want something really badly and and it feels good and 100% of you wants it, then I don't believe that you should give up within seven months. But if it's not feeling good and you feel that in your intuition of just like, wait a second, this isn't what I thought it would look like. This is a lot more work than I thought it would be. This is really like bringing up so much frustration for me. It's like, why push something that's so frustrating to stick? if that's just not feeling good and that's just who I am as a person. And I don't know if that's good or bad, <laughs> but, um, to lead into like the topic I wanted to talk about when I, you know, as I get approached my thirties and, and, um, just have more awareness of myself and my actions and my feelings. Um, the more that I've been like, taking these pieces of me that I've been told are not good. So for example, I don't commit to something long-term or I tend to easily give up on something when it's not working for me. Instead of seeing that in a shadow and as like a demoned piece of myself, I'm leaning more into like fully radically accepting those pieces and instead of having all these demons within me that I hate about myself that I think are bad because of what I've seen on social media or what coaches have told me or, you know, what I read in books or whatever. And like everyone is entitled to their own opinion and everyone is entitled to something that feels like truth for them. But what I'm realizing is like this piece doesn't feel like truth for me. And when it doesn't feel like truth for me and, and it's turning into something that I'm demonizing within myself, um, I'm learning to love up on those pieces even more to take them away from this demon aspect of myself and just being like, that is a part of me. That's a part of who I am. That's something that like is fundamentally a piece of my being. And why should I sit here and demonize it and try and shift it and change it when that's not feeling good? And this is just a specific example. And again, you could come from the other side of like, Uh, you like to go shopping a lot and spend too much money shopping, which is also one of my, my, my non-problems. But like, it's, it's really affecting your life in a negative way at that point. So like your bank account's always negative. (laughs) You're always broke. Like you have all these clothes with tags on them that you never wear that kind of thing. Like that's what I do. Um, (laughs) That probably isn't great. And so it's, it's deciphering, um, those pieces of you that you have demonized because of other people's opinions about them or perceptions about them or there's pieces that you're demonizing that like are literally hurting you <laughs> that you need to change so there's like a kind of push and pull between this and it, and it is very like specific pieces that I don't feel like I want to change within myself anymore that don't like nag in the back of my mind constantly of like I don't like that piece of you Marlo like we need to change that you're doing bad like this is really bad um and the more that I love up on those parts like my example is just the lack like the lack of commitment in business or learning something new or committing to a meditation practice or committing to a yoga practice um It's something I used to like demonize about myself all the time. Whereas now I'm like, that's not, that is not (laughs) productive. (laughs) I'm just making myself feel bad constantly about these little things that are just pieces of me that I can just love because they're not hurting anyone else and they're not hurting myself. Um, And it feels really good to be like stepping into that of just like, I don't know. And I feel like social media brings a lot of that on. Um, it's, it's crazy to me because you look at people's social media accounts, you follow them on Instagram and they look like they're doing fucking amazing and everything's going well for them and they're thriving and they're glowing and they're on fire. And then you talk to them in person and you find out that's not the case at all. So like, how can we take truth from these Instagram stories or Facebook posts or whatever, When we just don't see the whole fucking puzzle, uh, the whole pie of someone's experience in someone's life and what they're actually dealing with. Um, So it's just like something to keep in mind. And I feel like because of that, because of social media and only posting out there like the super peppy positive pieces, which I'm obviously guilty of, too. You get amped, you're excited about something, you want to post it and have your friends like it. It's just more validation, which... I really love clearly Um, verbal validation specifically, but it just, it skews our perception of reality and then it skews our perception of our own selves. And then we, and then we just berate ourselves and beat ourselves up about how we're not more like that or how we're not more committed to that or how we're not integrating that into our lives. And it turns into this complete overwhelm of, I should be reading more books. I should be listening to more podcasts. I should be learning more about this. I should be doing more of that. And like, it just, it feels bad (laughs) when like, for me, the foundation of my life is where I should cultivate the most joy and the most happiness. And then when I feel like I have that, that part mastered that those pieces of my life mastered, which like meditation and yoga are all really great tools. And like, I used to do yoga every single day and it helped me through so much. Um, So I'm not saying don't go do yoga every day. Like if that's part of your piece and that's part of what keeps your foundation solid and what makes you feel really good about yourself, keep doing it. But I feel like we're not mastering this core fundamental part of who we are and what we are and we're not loving that. And then we're taking on all these other tidbits and it's like, you're building a house on a, on a shitty foundation. You're building a house on an unsturdy foundation. So I think like what happens is we forget that we need to master our internal world and our internal life before we can take on some of this external stuff or this added stuff. And then what happens is we haven't mastered what we have within ourselves or like loved every part of ourselves. And then you add these other pieces and you don't feel like you're giving them hundred percent effort because you're doing too many things at once. And then you feel even worse about yourself because you can't hundred percent focus on anything, or this is supposed to make me feel better. And it's making me feel worse. And this is all just my personal opinion. So take it or leave it. (laughs) Um, but that's just what I've been kind of honing in on. It's just like, I'm showing up in the most loving humanly way I possibly can in, in as many interactions as I can. And uh, while being able to keep presence, because I think if you're showing up fully too often, you, you lose presence and then it just, it's the, the, the point is lost. Um, but if I'm showing up in the world as my my most loving, authentic self, I think that is the gift to the world. <laughs> um, obviously, if you're like a shitty person or living within victimhood or everything is pissing you off and you're living within anger or whatever, it's like that, even though that is showing up as your authentic self, like that means you're showing up as like this unfundamentally healed self of this like unloving, unworthy self, because everything that, you know, people say, or most things people say or do to you is all a projection of their own reality and what they're, they're going through themselves. Um, and so all this anger and like hatred and just like fucking just downright mean shit that people do is just because they are internally so hurt and in chaos that they have to project that to make someone else feel that way, even if they don't consciously know they're doing it. (laughs) Um, And so that's why I think it's really fucking important to bring awareness to your internal qualms first, (laughs) before you start to take on all these new pieces and, and make them part of your foundation it's it's just interesting to me how I don't know. There's just so much out there of just like do this, it'll make you feel better. it's 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 marketing and capitalism <laughs> in its own way of just like oh this product will make you look younger. Um, like rub snail juice on your face or um oh these pills will make you lose weight. Like just take these. It's the same thing in like the spiritual community oh, you take my course, you'll feel 100% better. You should do this. And it's like, then we rely on that to be truth. And then when it's not, it's just very disappointing. I'm not saying this happens all the time because I know a lot of courses that I've taken or books I've read had fundamentally changed my view on life in a really positive, beautiful way. But it's just, it's like finding a good therapist. It's like, you have to find someone you really resonate with. Um, And it's turning into this, Consumeristic thing. Um, you should do that. You should, you know, go on a plant medicine retreat. It'll change your life. You should do this. You should do that. Like, there's so many shoulds being thrown out there, and people are forgetting to tune into their own intuition and ask, like, what is really going to make me feel good? And does this really, really feel like an intuitive hit to be partaking in this? And So as I am approaching my 30s, the more I realize I don't need to take on every single piece and I don't need to do it all. Because sometimes when I'm in within this, trying to change so much about myself and how I show up in the world and how I show up in my mornings and how I show up at my night and how I fit everything into one day and and show up fully for every part. The more that I realize it makes me feel bad and not good. And, you know, I love doing yoga every day. And I, I really want to start in integrating that back into my morning routine. But um, But because I'm not doesn't mean I'm not full and I'm not epic and I'm not worthy of love, if that all makes sense. So it's like, just stop. We beat ourselves up so, so, so much. And it's cool to do like these challenges and stuff online. Like, can I commit to this for 30 days? Can I do this, you know, food intake thing for five days? Can I, can I commit to myself long enough to show up for all of these parts of this thing I want to do? But I think we forget that it's showing up for yourself rather than showing up for social media. Um. And I think it just can get a little lost and skewed in what, like, the overarching message is, which I, and I'm not saying, like, social media is a bad place to partake in those because you have a lot of people to rely on and talk to and, like, keep you, like, an accountability partner, which, and it's super fun, but, like, partake in those if you're going to fully commit to yourself, for the X amount of time. And then once you reach beyond that, once you finish the the challenge or the task, you'll feel so fucking good, but also hold compassion and space for yourself if you don't do it exactly how you expected yourself to. And I always say, like, expectations lead to disappointment, period, in any situation. And so I don't expect things anymore. And to drop that expectation and to just hold the vision of what I want instead without expectations, everything's shifted. And like, I feel like everything's just falling into place in such a beautiful way. And it's just been so such a cool thing to witness within myself of just like letting go that control of trying to cultivate everything to go exactly the way you want it to and the, exactly the way you expect it to um and it's just made my manifestation power so epic and like um Christine Hall was on one of my podcasts it's actually one of the top ones um about I think like cultivating your dream life or something like that. Like she's pretty much a nomad. I love her so much. I follow her on Instagram all the time and I'm just blown away by like what she's cultivating for herself right now while being super true to herself and super authentic. Like I have, I met her in um, Portugal and her appearance and like opinions and the way she talks and the way she shows up has not changed. She's not trying to embody anyone else. She's trying to Embody her best self, her most authentic self. Um, but anyway, she like posted the other day, and I was just like, "Girl, you are on fucking fire." <laughs> um, she says that she holds a vision without expectation and goes in with gratitude for what she's about to have. So um, I'm sure she's fine with me sharing this stuff. But um, go follow her; it's C Hall on Instagram. Um, but the other day she went and got her hair done. This was all in her story in one day. And I was just so inspired by it, but, um, she went and got her hair done. It was like about $300. And she was like, "Mm, this is kind of a splurge for me, but I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to go get my hair done, that I have this money that I can go treat myself. And then right when she got done, she had a purchase of one of her prints on Etsy's for half that amount. So like dope she's like i haven't sold anything in like a month so that's like half of the cost of my hair getting done then when she was picking up shampoo for her color she had the lady offered her a freelance job cuz she really liked her and she was like okay so money's coming in even though i just put it out like i trusted that this would be fine i trusted this is what i needed to do and wanted to do for myself and i trust that the money will come in um so it's radical trust in the universe to provide you exactly what you need in that moment um, and then she said she was walking, thinking about, like, she needed a hydro flask or something, and there was a water bottle, a brand new one, just sitting on this step, like someone probably forgot it. So she got herself a water bottle. And then um, what else happened that day for her? Um, There's Something else super epic. I don't know. There were this like five or six things within her story of one day, and I was just like, wow. Um, but she talks a lot about how holding the vision and having gratitude as if it already is um, without expecting it to happen like right then is how the like manifestation like equation works. Um, And so I've been really playing into that the last couple of months. And it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. I found we got a fucking house. We didn't buy a house. We rented a house, but we got a house in this chaos of the housing market right now. We got it within a price range that we can afford. We got engaged. Um, I hosted a yoga retreat <laughs> just out of the fucking blue let, fell in my lap. Um, I got to go see my grandma for her 96th birthday because we we're both vaccinated. I landed this job. <laughs> That's just. Mind blown. Um I'm just feeling so blessed and so grateful for like all these opportunities that are just falling in my lap because I've just held a vision for so long of like what I want to feel like and what I want to cultivate in my life um, without expecting it to look any sort of way. And just trusting that it's going to it's going to come. You have got to trust even when you're in those super super, super like horrible moods. You think the world's going to end. Everything's done. Everything's over. It's just terrible. Even then, just have faith and trust. Just trust, 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 um, it My mantra for a really long time was trust that the universe will bring you all the abundance you need. And when I was saying that mantra constantly, I had no idea <laughs> what it actually meant for me anyway. And it's funny because I hold mantras sometimes for like months at a time. I'll say the same one over and over again. Um... And it seems like they'll solidify like years later or weeks later or something where I'm just like, oh, that's what I was calling in. Okay, cool. Now I feel it. I don't just say it. I feel it. Um, So it's been a powerful fucking couple months and I'm really excited for summer and I'm really excited to just be leaning into who I am as a person deeper and more lovingly and trying not to guilt trip myself around all the things that I see other people doing that I also want to be doing, but no, I just don't have the capacity for. And I think we tend to overwhelm ourselves and forget about rest, which I think is equally important um, to every part of life. (laughs) And we're not meant to just be go, 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 going all the time, unless you're that personality type and that's just your jam. But humans are not all the same. We're so radically different. And we have so many different opinions. And we like different things. And we show up differently in the world. And not to say any one way is right or wrong, um, but just through my experience and what I've been learning is like the best way to show up is as authentically as possible and as with as much love and compassion as possible and like even when you're getting really frustrated by someone and their actions um I always ask like how have I done that in my life before or how have I showed up that way that's like literally driving me up a wall right now um and it's just interesting because something will come up like something will pop up in your mind of like oh I have done that shit And then you can have so much more compassion for the person who you're upset with because you realize that you've been in that position before and you kind of have this like more empathetic feeling towards them. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. That might be all I got for you. That was a long, long flow that like, I had no, when I sit down to do these, I like, I have a general overarching theme and then I just kind of let Like I turn my mind off and let my mouth open and words flow out with conscious thought, like with some consciousness around what I'm saying, obviously. But I feel like things just like stream and channel like right through me. And I'm just a channel for you to hear all this information. And it's just a really cool feeling and experience where I just almost like get to be on autopilot. And then all these amazing things just come to my mind. And I'm just like, ah, aha that's a gold nugget. <laughs> um, cause I came on here like, okay, I'm just going to talk about being 29, going into your thirties and loving up on yourself. And I feel like there was just a lot of, a lot of good pieces that just came out there. So, um, so I love doing this shit and I'm going to continue to, don't worry if I'm gone for a week or two, I will be back. I'm not gonna, I, I really just enjoy it. And, um, the feedback I get is super awesome. And, it's just, a, like I said, my last one, it's almost like a diary. Okay. I don't get like too much into my personal details, but, um, okay. Also, maybe I do get a lot in my personal details. I don't know. <laughs> I talk about a lot of shit on here, but also we got a, this is the exciting part, um, the most exciting part in my life. I have been talking to Matt about getting a second kitten for years because the dogs have each other, we have each other, and then there was kitten and she was kind of like the fifth wheel. And I thought she'd like a friend and, um, you know, to cuddle with or play with or whatever because she's just so rambunctious. And I'm just like, she needs to put that energy into another animal to run around with. So anyway, finally on Wednesday... I think Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, Matt called me. And he's like, call me immediately when you're out of the office. And I was like, OK. And he goes, meet me at the Humane Society. They have a bunch of kittens. And I was like, no fucking way. Um, so we went and picked up Tomatito. is his name. Um, he is so fucking cute. I can't even handle it. Immediately when he came into the house, Tigger started licking his face, like, okay, got a baby. I'll take care of the baby. And then Rue, like, immediately went into protection mode because he's got Shepherd in him, our big white dog, um, and kind of looked at him and then backed off and sat down. And now he's just been protecting him. Like, if Kitten is hissing at Tomatillo, Rue will come over there and go, Ooh, like, don't you fuck with that little animal. I'm protecting him. Um, so he makes make sure, like, everyone's getting along, and it's really hilarious but I feel like our family is complete and he was some little piece we were missing and he's just such a little slink like you pick him up and he just slinks (laughs) and he just is such a lover and he like purrs all the time and he sleeps under my chin and it's just been I love him kitten is warming up um she was very unhappy the first couple days and it's, it hasn't even been a week. It's been like four or five days. So, um, at first she was like hissing at him and we were a little worried. Matt was more worried than me. He was like, you know, if they don't get along in the next week or two, we're going to have to bring Tomatillo back. And I was devastated. Um, so I was like, how could you give me this kitten and then tell us we can't have them anymore? And he was like, well, we got this kit. We got this kitten for kitten. Um, And if she's super unhappy, that's not fair because this is her home first. So thank the Lord. Everything's looking up and doing good and everyone's vibing. They were actually playing on the cat tower the other day and Kitten will sit and look out the window. And this is my whole point. So when we're outside with the dogs, Kitten will sit in the window and just like look out longingly. And now she can sit and look longingly out the window next to Tomateo. Or him next to her, and they can go be looking out the window together so she's not all alone. Um, and so that happened the other day. And then he's been like playing with her tail, which I find super hilarious. And the hissing is minimizing. So let's all have a little vision of Kitten and Tomatillo cuddling and getting along and just like really loving each other. Um, but if they stay the same way they are right now, it's okay too. But I think they're gonna fall madly in love. So those are all my things for today. I hope you had a beautiful weekend. Um, Happy Juneteenth. I won't speak a ton on that because I don't have a ton of knowledge around it, but um, I know it's pretty epic that we have that as a holiday right now. Um, Things are shifting and it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next 10, 20, 30 years. I'm just here for the ride <laughs> um but yeah hope you had a really wonderful weekend and thanks for listening and if you found anything like helpful I love to hear about it like the words of validation I love language just keep the words coming because I love it <laughs> um otherwise I don't know if I'm doing good you got to tell me I'm like Am I doing good? Am I not doing good? Radio silence probably means no, but I don't know. So if you want to just pop in and say, awesome, love your podcast, that be gives me a little more fuel. Um, but yeah, I am about to go play with my new roller skates and let's hope I don't, I'm not even going to put that out there. I'm going to do amazing. It's going to be a challenge, but this is like one thing that talking about the commitment thing. This is one thing that I am choosing to commit to right now. We're going to do it. I'm going to get good. I'm going to be able to do little twirls and spins and stuff. I'm excited. Honey, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. I always feel super blessed and grateful that I have the opportunity to like sit here and just spew my truth. And it like resonates with people actually. And I'm not just like spitting words out of my ass. So, so thank you. Love you all. I'll be back soon.